Hello and welcome back to another episode of Blush. I'm your host, Hiva, and I'm joined here today by a very special guest. It is my boyfriend, Ozzy's auntie, Saman. Saman, how are you? I'm well, thank you, Hiva. Wonderful to be here. I know this is so fun. I, I mean, I talked about it on the podcast before I came. I was like, I'm bringing a second mic just in case, even though let's be real, like 99% of the time, it's just me. But what I'm really, really hoping for is that Saman, Ozzy's auntie, will come on the podcast. So here we are. I'm so excited you were down to do it. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Um. Okay, so first I'm going to kind of recap last week because I talked about on the podcast that I was going to Tassie to Tasmania and I haven't really talked about it with you much either so it actually works out kind of nicely yeah absolutely so we left on Tuesday morning super early in the morning after not having had slept either neither of us slept like I don't know if it was the anxiety of knowing we had to wake up or what it was or I don't know I just like sometimes lose my mind and can't sleep. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> um, so we left for the airport like just before 4 a.m. And we dropped off Ozzy's friend's car, got an Uber, and we're getting into the Uber. And Ozzy wanted to keep his backpack in the back seat with us. By the way, if you hear birds or like kind of weird sounds, those are birds. Some of your birds in Australia, you might not realize this because you're used to them. Some of them sound really weird. <laughs> like that was a normal one, but some of them sound like there's like something wrong. Like some of them sound like like a child might be hurt or something. Like I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't know which one you mean, but anyway, yeah. Um, so Ozzy wanted to keep his backpack in the back seat with him, which isn't like a crazy thing, you know. Like he put our bigger bags in the back, and the driver is like, "No, you have to put your backpack in the back." That's crazy. Yeah. And he's like, I have like $10,000 worth of hard drives in here. Like, I'd rather sit with it. And he's like, well, it's not going anywhere. And he's like, I also use this car as a limo, not just an Uber. And it was like, not a nice car. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't think you know what a limo is, <laughs> sir. Um, and it, it like, it was like, it gave me like, I don't know, just the ick or like yeah. something hard enough that I was like, wait. It's 4 a.m. I have friends in the U.S. that are awake. So I immediately texted one of my friends and I was like, hey, our Uber driver is kind of weird. I'm going to share my location with you. And so like she knows like like, you know, if she doesn't hear from me within an hour or two, like she'll call the police, you know. So she's like, cool, cool. Let me know when you're at the airport. And it turned out to be totally fine. But, but what a great idea. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, I do it all yeah, the time. That's, that's brilliant. I recently had to go to this dentist who like disappeared for months. Like for months, no one could track her down, including like other dentists. No one could get a hold of her. Like every piece of like info we would get on her would turn out like like we got like a new office address. It wasn't a real address. We got a phone number. It wasn't real. And it like really weirded me out. And then I did hear from her. And the day that I went, I like shared my location with like everyone I knew. And I was like, this time is my appointment. This is where I'm going. Like if you don't hear from me in a few hours, the mob has me oh because God. I don't know who this lady is involved with. That's God, I love your stories. Seriously. <laughs> but I, I love the, you know, precaution. Yeah. I hey, mean, you can't be too careful these days. Yeah. And I talk about this a lot with dating, especially, you know, in the day of 
uh, online dating and things like that, you know, share your location with people, tell people where you're going, who you're meeting and, you know, kind of give them a time frame. If you don't hear from me by this time, call the police. <laughs> Good advice, because seriously, how many people don't well, you know, especially go missing here. after dates? Yeah, Seriously. I, I've been hearing of a lot of like Tinder attacks here specifically. Really? Yeah, oh. yeah. We hear it because we listen to Triple J, like the right. public radio yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah, and they talk about it a lot here. <laughs> I mean, it probably Shocking. happens in the U.S. I just don't listen to the yeah, radio. Yeah. So, you know, I don't but know I mean, what's it's happening. <laughs> just, you know, awful to hear, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got to the airport all as well. It's like an hour long <laughs> flight. I do nap. Um, oh, during well, the glad. flight, which is great. We got our car. So the first place we go is Hobart, which is the capital of Tasmania. And we were intending to go to the Mona. Is that what it's called? The art museum? Yep. It's like a well-known Fabulous. art. Fabulous. Oh, okay. everybody just raves about it. Okay. That's um, why you go to Hobart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was closed. Turns out it's closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, which we did not know and seemed like kind of arbitrary days for somewhere to be closed. <laughs> Like, I've never really heard of that before, but sure, whatever. So I was like, you know what? Listen, we live in New York City. Yeah. Like, hello. Yes. We have good museums. Like, I think we can move on from this loss. So we walked around a lot. Um, A lot of people were really, like, fascinated by me because, like, I don't know how I had an American accent yes. and stuff like that. And, and they're like, oh, my God, you're from New York. And, and like you're asking, gorgeous. So. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> See, this is why I wanted you on, really. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was fun. I'm trying to think of what else we did. We checked into our hotel, which was in this like very old part of town. I oh. mean, it literally looked like having stepped through a time machine. Like you were in a different century. Wow. Like all the buildings were really short because like right. people used to be shorter, you know? Oh, wow. Like the doorways, God. like Ozzy could like barely yeah. fit through. I mean, it was so, so crazy. Um, and then, and also it was like, you find somewhere to eat dinner tonight, like find somewhere that, you know, works yep. for you being vegan and all. And as it turns out, Hobart is like potentially the most vegan friendly place I've ever been to in my entire life. Like every single menu I looked at had tons of vegan options. I walked around for a while while Ozzy took a nap. And so every like cute kind of restaurant I walked by, I looked at the menu, even the Irish pub. Wow, that's but that's fabulous because normally there's you know one, yeah, maybe two or you know, and I mean like legit yeah. vegan options. Like this Irish pub, which was the last place I would have thought exactly. to find vegan options, had like a vegan schnitty. Wow, that's isn't that crazy? Great. Yeah. I mean, it's just so we ended up going to this um like pizza pasta place because Ozzy like loves pasta. I think it's his favorite thing. Um, and they had a ton of like vegan pizza options. I got this vegan pizza that was oh just to die for amazing some of the best pizza i've had i also had a fantastic cocktail um it was called like a calippo something is calippo that ice cream thing oh yes yeah it's not like an ice block yeah okay yes i think so it's not calypso is it calippo calypso I don't know. I don't know. But I have no idea. I haven't bought one of those, but yeah, it might be Calippo. Sorry. Okay. Oh, I have Calypso no idea. sounds good too. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
It was so good. It had like passion fruit and other kinds of tropical fruit in it, like really very yummy cocktail. And then they had something on the menu that I decided if I were to ever open a restaurant, which I have zero intentions of ever doing, (laughs) um, but But. free idea for anyone (laughs) listening, you could order a mystery shot for $10. Oh my God. What a... What a great idea. Isn't that so fun? Like, I never take shots, but I was like, well, if it's a mystery, then I want it. That's fun. Right? And so I was like, listen, the only thing is, like, I'm vegan and, like, I will go ape shit if there is caffeine in it. Like, I can't. I have to sleep tonight. So (laughs) they'd they'd probably give you a heads up on that because. Yeah. So it's like, aside from those two limitations. Give Go me for a mystery it. shot. So, it was so good. It was like lemony. I don't know what it was. Wow. Not uh, lemoncello? Lemoncello? No, no, it was not. It was so much better than lemoncello. Right. Yeah, good. Because I don't like lemoncello. Either do I. Either do I. What, like, why are people so in? And I, I love know. lemons. So do I. Like, so, bathe me yeah. in lemon peel. But then I will take it. There's different lemoncellos. Like, I've had, I actually have had a, quite a nice one. Then I've had some awful ones. So that's okay. probably what put me off. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I guess a lot of people make – I mean, it's kind of easy to make, I think. Yes, I've had a homemade one too that – Was it good? Yeah, my husband's um, oh, work colleague. Oh, my God. It was Was that the strong good one you had? And, yeah, it was, okay. it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, he was Italian and okay. makes, you know, his own wine and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It was, inter- it was different, but, yeah. Okay. Um, I have one – I made like a – elderflower lemon infusion once I got fresh yeah elderflower I got fresh elderflower right I might think the flowers from elderberries yeah elderflower I I didn't know you could actually buy fresh I got it from the farmer's market where I got where I get all my edible flowers they just they were in season for like one week so I got Lucky. the flowers, but you had to pull the flowers off of the stems because the stems can be toxic. Oh so I God. like sat and right, pulled the flowers right. off of the stems, put them all in a jar, and then I threw some lemons in there and poured vodka on it, and I just let it sit for wow. like a month or two. That would have been fabulous. Yeah, it was quite nice. Yum. Yeah, I should yeah. do that again. And then I did the same thing with um, elderberries, like the next month when the berries came in wow. season. And elderberries are really good for you. Like they're really good for immune support, things I didn't even like know that. What, I didn't even know what they look like. So it's... Think like blueberries, yeah. but smaller. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I made that. I let it sit for months. I was like, this is perfect. It's going to be great for the winter. Like, you know, here and there, if I feel sick, a shot of this and it'll, you know, and I'll be good. I'll be done. Cure, Cure everything. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're high in zinc. They're so good for so many things. And then um, in November, late November of 2020, I strain it right before, I think it was my first date with Ozzy. And we go, we get drinks, we come back, we walk my dog, we come back, we're hanging out at my apartment. And I was like, hey, I just made this elderberry tincture. We have a bit of it. And then I put it in the freezer. And I forget how I put it in the freezer. But oh, in a jar. The jar broke in the freezer. I was gonna say it it burst it like just uh, the way I put it in the freezer. Like physically, I broke the jar when I shut the freezer. So it was so him and I were the only people who enjoyed <laughs> months of work that I put. Oh, well, I mean, not months of work. I just had it sitting for Aww. months. But yeah. Heartbreaking. 
Yeah, yeah, it really is. Well, next elderberry season. (laughs) Yes, yes, this June. When does it happen? June. June, yeah, it was June of that year, I believe. Wow. That I got them. Yeah, I'll see if they have them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. Prepare for next winter. Um, I feel ignorant not knowing much about elderflower. I mean, I see it in you know on a Mm -hmm, cocktail mm -hmm. menu and whatever, but not. Um. Well, you'll notice in like health food stores or like, I don't know, certain chemists and stuff like that. Chemist for people listening is uh, what they call pharmacies here. Um, You'll notice like elderberry syrups and things like that as it's like an immunity booster. Um, But yeah, so after dinner, Ozzy always like wants ice cream. So by the way, is it weird for you that I call him Ozzy because I knew you called your dad Ozzy? Yeah, it's funny. (laughs) So for people listening, if it's your first time listening, we call my boyfriend Ozzy. That's not his actual name. It's just it was a nickname from back when we were first seeing each other. And now it kind of stuck. Um, And we like to protect his identity on the podcast. Of course we do. It makes it sound like he's like in the CIA, you know. Oh, he's very important. (laughs) Yeah, he's He's very, very, very important. (laughs) (laughs) But in real life, his grandfather, who is Simone's late father was called Ozzy as a nickname so it's it's probably just very confusing yeah, for Simon. Right no no now. no it's it's kind of you know yeah it's, it's kind nice of nice in a way nice. it's kind it of nice. like um Scotty having Ozzy real Ozzy's golf number at his oh, golf club amazing so yeah, Scotty is Simon's husband who we're gonna come around to in a little bit um so after dinner we are kind of walking around he finds an ice cream place random ice cream place of course they have 45 vegan options <laughs> how incredible unreal so i had this like i i got two scoops i got a dark chocolate and some kind of like salted caramel crunch unreal Yum. unreal it had chunks of like almost like um you know the top of a creme brulee that like yeah the toffee car- yeah the- it had like chunks like that in it wow oh my god it was so good yum so good so we had that the next morning we left we went to some beautiful beaches i mean just the most stunning beaches and then we spent that night in what I can't even really call a town. Like, no. I don't even know. See, I, yeah, I didn't even know. I thought you might have had two nights in Hobart. You only no. had one. No, yeah. we slept in a different place every night. Well, oh, well, Which was good. fun, yeah. yeah. So the little town that had, what, Literally, I don't even people. think had a name. Like, I don't think it was, was even a town. What was the accommodation like? Um, It was, like, it was called, like, I don't know, like, Beachside Resort or something, you know, some kind of name like yeah. that. It was, I mean, it was like a motel, yes. essentially. Yes. Um, yes. But there was a restaurant on premises, which was like the most highly rated restaurant within like a 10 mile radius. So I was like, let's just eat here. <laughs> and when we were checking in, they were like, if you want to eat here, you really need to make a reservation. You're kidding me. And that was a Wednesday night. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so people come from all over. I look at the menu. I was like, Perfectly vegan friendly. I can totally My do this. So God. he's like, he calls. He's like, can we get a six thirty reservation? They're like, ooh, actually, we're like really, really packed at six thirty. Like, can you do five thirty or seven? <laughs> and so he's like, really? Like, are you sure? 
<laughs> and she's like, no, we have some massive parties coming wow. in. And we're like, okay. <laughs> um, so I think we did seven. We go down. I mean, it's like half empty. But you could tell they were really overwhelmed. And they wow. did have some big tables. But I mean, everywhere we went acted like it was like about to be an Oscars party oh there. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we ate there. It was lovely, great time. Um, didn't walk around because basically we're, it was like that on a highway, essentially. <laughs> that, that was it. That was yeah. the town. <laughs> the next day, I think, is when we went to the Little Blue Lake that oh, you've seen photos of. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. A stunning, stunning. Um, and we also drove along and like stopped at a bunch of beaches on the Bay of Fires, which are just these unreal beaches with these massive rocks i mean it looks like you're on a different planet and the rocks have all this like red growth on it that were some of the photos that i saw yeah yep and i remember looking at the red stuff and i was like i think this is either some kind of like seaweed that's growing or some kind of fungus that's growing on these rocks and ozzy looked it up And lo and behold, it's a combination of seaweed and fungus that have this symbiotic relationship and they grow on the rocks. And they they turn that color or whatever. That stunning red color. Wow. And the craziest thing is these are the most beautiful beaches I've ever seen in my life. I mean, when you're in the water, you can fully see your feet. It was was like drinking water. So clear. So clear, so salty. You could tell it was rich with minerals. I mean, uh, when you look out, it's a turquoise blue. The white sands that are so soft, it just feels like you're in pillows. I mean, it was unreal. But the craziest thing is there would be virtually no one. At each of these beaches. I mean, completely untouched. Uh, Yeah, it's amazing. It was, I mean, just like really, truly, there are no words. It was like being on a different planet or being like in a dream. Beautiful. Just incredible to hear. I mean, I haven't been to Hobart, everybody. So, oh, sorry, Tasmania, I should Mm -hmm. call it. (laughs) And I feel... um, you know, bad that I've never been, you know, been you all over the go. world. Yeah. yeah. You should go. It just I sounds, mean, everybody, everybody just raves about it. I think it's so. worth going one time. Like, I don't think you need to go no. every year, no. you know, no. but, but it's, it's, it's absolutely stunning. And then that night we stayed in a small town, um, like a very, very, very small town called St. Helens. Cute little spot. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, kind of, a, you know, another place that was called a resort, but that like really in practice was, was more of a motel. motel. Yeah. Our room was adorable, though, like super, super chic. Um, Some of the other rooms truly looked like they could be meth dens, um, like the other part of the quote unquote oh, resort. I was, was going to ask you, how did you go inside? No, the other no, no, we didn't go inside, but just walking <laughs> just, by the other side wow. of it, it really, like, I would not be shocked if someone Ooh. was, like, overdosed in one of them. Like, it was kind of scary. Um, there were a few shops in downtown St. Helens, which is it? where we were staying, and a few restaurants. Um, so we did some walking around, some exploring. You know, we tried to find, we tried to find things to bring back for you and Scotty, but, you know... We also Thank didn't you. want to bring like garbage. Thank you so. for the thought. But yeah. yeah, we really did not try. Neither. We we looked very, very hard, <laughs> but really nothing but, yeah. that amounted to more than not just ma- random garbage. Not many options. <laughs> nope. Um, and then um, 
oh, I got this really nice chocolate that was vegan um, that had like rhubarb in the center. <gasps> God, I adore rhubarb. Me too. Do you have rhubarb more in like savory or sweet contexts? Contact contexts well sweet okay that's how my mother used to cook yeah it. and guess what i've never cooked it okay so and i think that's more yeah. common for like that's what i see in america but um in persian culture like in persian <gasps> culture there's a lot of like a lot of stews that you would eat with rice kind of like think like indian food mm-hmm. how you would get like yep. stews with rice it's very similar to that and there's one that i grew up loving that was like a rhubarb and celery stew wow so like i grew up having it as like a savory that's thing. fascinating yeah yeah well, but i you know sort of can imagine sort of what it would be like, like yeah, yeah like kind of like a bit tart yes yeah yeah and it's usually with like chicken and some herbs in it yeah it's really nice I when I buy it I make like a healthy jam with it and but it's kind of like a neutral jam in that like I can mash it with an avocado and use it as a salad dressing or wow I could have it like with sweets (laughs) but rhubarbs you got to be careful with it because part of the plant it's toxic. toxic. Is that yeah. it? Yeah, and I don't Maybe know what part. Maybe that's why I never bought it and cooked it like my mother. But yeah, it's I fascinating, don't isn't know it? what part. You don't want to eat the <laughs> wrong part. I think it's the leaf and... Yeah, like, yeah. it's the stem. That's right, what right, we, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because I've had this weird thing in my head sometimes where I'm like, wait, are celery leaves toxic? But that must be what I'm thinking of. Cause, yes, because you can eat yeah, all of celery the celery. Celery leaves yeah, are fine. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, we'll note that because <laughs> rhubarb season is going to come up somewhat soon in the U.S., I think. Well, I would think. It yeah, would be it's our coming. spring, right? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so it'll be coming Ooh. up in a couple of months yeah. or so. Um, yeah, and then we ate at this place called the Wharf Bar. <laughs> the right Wharf Bar. On, yeah, right on the Wharf. So for, you know, people not oh, from lovely. here, there's a Wharf Bar in Sydney and Manly that we like to go to. That's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, very different vibe, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could imagine that it would be very different. Yeah, but I had a really lovely dinner, um, great cocktails. And then we kind of were chatting with like the bartender and um, like kind of one of the main people there. Turns out they're a couple. The guy's from Toronto. She's originally from Australia. They met in the U.S., and um, fell in love, et cetera. Oh. And then her like grandfather, I guess, like owns a bunch of like restaurants and stuff throughout Australia. And he was like, can you guys move to Tassie to wow. St. Helens, Tasmania <laughs> and manage and run this place? And so they moved and they love it. They love living in oh. the small town. They love how quiet and peaceful it is and how beautiful it is. And I think they're doing a really great job. So. Listen, if you ever find yourself in St. <laughs> Helens, Tasmania, yeah. definitely check out the Wharf Bar. Oh, but what a lovely story. That's yeah. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, it was really great. And that's what's lovely about getting to speak to um, – you probably wouldn't do it in a big city. You know what no, I mean? Like in a no. small town. I love – you know – I think there's something to growing up in a small town where everyone knows each other. Like we as human beings have evolved to like live in tribes. 
Like that is the vast yes. majority yes. of the human history. We yep. lived in tribes. That's big. That's a big part of why we have, you know, codependency and like mm-hmm. a need to be liked and things like that. It's all evolutionary because yep. evolutionarily speaking, if you're exiled from the tribe, you died. That's how you stayed alive. And, uh, you know, the burdens of society were kind of passed out throughout the community, you know, like a bunch of people together would do the child raising, rearing, other people would go out and get food, food. and yep. things like that. I mean, all Very the duties food. were broken yep. up. We were raised to be in tribes. Like, mm-hmm. that is what our bodies want. And I think living in a small town is the closest thing you see, other than, I guess, like certain types of communes and stuff, where people still live in tribes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And certain like cults and communes. And I think that's why cults and communes appeal to people. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, Thinking I've about always it. been fascinated yeah. by cults. Like I, I'm looking for a good one to join. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I be can careful. start one. <laughs> be, be careful. But yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So then. Um, oh, I so guess. This is night three. Yes. God. And then night four, we went to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were constantly on the move, constantly in cars. Now, I will say, I don't like being in cars. Um, I'm scared of driving. I'm scared of being in cars. I think it's highly dangerous. Now, the highways or the highway, I should say, <laughs> in Tasmania, I think the speed limit is way too fast. It's very curvy. And I don't uh. think the speed limit is a problem. Several times to Ozzy would say, just because we're allowed to go this fast doesn't, doesn't mean we have to, to go this fast. But he's a good driver, isn't he? He is a good driver and he's responsible. But there were a couple of times where I was he like, got- listen, we are not getting ready for takeoff. Like, we do not need to be going this fast. Like, there are curves coming. Oh. I'd like to stay with the road. So the anxiety was a little bit. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was, <laughs> oh. again, he is a very good driver mm. and he is like a safe driver all in all. So I think it was okay. But uh, if it were some Someone else, I would have been like, yes. pull over. I'm pull getting out. I'm getting out <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, a lot of roadkill. Also, there's some kind of creature <gasps> down there that like is on the verge of going extinct because they have not evolved to learn to not cross the highway. So they didn't have any roadkill stew anywhere, did they? Oh, they really should. <laughs> they really should. Um, yeah, a lot of hilarious street signs. I mean, some of the funniest work I've ever seen. Like, I would love to meet the guy who does the street signs in Tasmania. Like, I he, I think he gets creative with them. Like, I don't. Isn't that great, though? Yeah. Like... <laughs> um, but yeah, and then the last night we stayed in Launceston, which is another kind of bigger town. Um, not quite as big as Hobart, I would say, but certainly bigger than St. Hel- Helens. Yeah, well, I mean, it is classed as a yeah. city, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, there is yeah. and there's an airport there to put it in perspective, whereas like Launceston <laughs> there is like barely a grocery no, store. No, it's Saint- or oh, St. Helens, St. Yeah, Helens, yeah. yeah, there was barely a grocery yeah. store. The town from the night before, I mean, there wasn't even a grocery. I don't think there was a post office right. where we stayed the night before. Um yeah, Launceston was great. I did a lot of walking around. I finally got some sunglasses that I had been like really looking for. I was looking for like a similar shape to the ones I bought last year at Assembly oh. Label. So is that the ones you had on this afternoon? And I yes. thought I thought that was must have been no, the same ones from last year. No, because I lost those. Oh. But I knew I wanted kind of like a cream or beige kind of frame and lighter colored lenses, right. but I really wanted them to be polarized. 
And I kept finding ones that were kind of close to what I wanted, but something would be off. Like I saw these ones in Manly that were kind of cute, but like the handle was wood. Mm. It was weird. Yeah. Um, But these were perfect and they're polarized and I love them. So great score. In Launceston. Yeah. Oh, I got some super cute stuff in Hobart too. I got like a bunch of socks for my niece and um, I got this like... um, you know, like salad, not tongs, but like salad surfwear. Yep. Yeah. Um. So at home, I have all gold silverware right. or cutlery or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're gold, the same kind of like Fabulous. kind of like a matte gold. So they'll fit yeah in. yeah they'll fit right Lovely. in. Yeah, super excited about that. And um, where did we have dinner? Oh, we had dinner at like a fancier place that last night. Um, which was fine. Uh, I mean, I think I'm like, relatively speaking, always kind of dressed up. (laughs) Do you dress up? Uh, well, his clothes weren't ripped. (laughs) So. Oh, well, I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was lovely. He had a bunch of oysters. I had like this wonderful beet salad. Lovely. Like whenever I eat out at a fancier place, I always get inspiration for things I'm going to make. Great. Yeah, so it was really great. And then we walked around, probably got ice cream, although I can't remember. (laughs) I mean, I think all of the nights kind of involved some element of ice cream after dinner. But yeah, really, really great time. The next morning, came back. And then um, as soon as we landed, we started hanging out with Ozzy's niece. Who? How how do you characterize her in relation to you? She's my... Great niece. Great niece. Okay. I was trying to figure out if there's a word for that. A great niece. I mean, niece. she's essentially kind of like your grandchild, I would well, say. Well, sort of. But yeah. A great, yeah. great. It sounds like I'm a, you know, 110. <laughs> I'm not quite there. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's adorable. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, hung out in the city with her and got some earrings, yada, yada, had some dinner, whatever. So... That's, you know, my 30-minute recap of Tasmania. (laughs) I don't know if this interested anyone, but I said I would talk about it. You've interested, you know, me, absolutely. Right, and that's what matters. Yeah, no. So there are so many things we could talk about that I want to talk about. One thing I really want to talk about is you've been married for a long time. How long now? Um. 24 years. Wow. Are you going to do something for your 25th wedding anniversary? When is it? What time of year is it? 30th of December. (gasps) Have a party. Well, I'd like to because, and I'd like to wear a nice white or ivory long dress. Wait, wait, wait. Because I I wore a little, like a business suit. I got married in my, um, I got married in a hotel room. Wait, okay. I want to go back to that. US of A, yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. We have to go back to this. But real quick, Lily told me, Lily, your great niece, niece. <laughs> told me the other day, she's what, 10? Yes. She's turning 11 this year. Correct. Yep. She Correct. goes, I would really like to be a flower girl at some point. And I was like, babe, you're really running out of time. Like, arguably, you've aged out of being a flower girl. Wouldn't she be a bridesmaid? Like, yeah. seriously, like, a you're flower really girl, approaching yeah. bridesmaid age. And she's like, I have until I turn it, like, become a teenager. Teenage. I was like, Okay, I mean, I don't like. Isn't a flower girl like. Like, you wear a three bra. or four? Or two like, or one? <laughs> 
Yeah. No, I think she's past that. Use but, by date. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, and I was Lily. like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I really hate no, to crush well, your dreams. I, I'm not having, <laughs> but, I um, anything, but like, maybe you can have a party wear a dress and kind That's, of give her flower yeah, girl-y duties to fulfill this dream. Sadly, my husband's not on board about me wearing a um, nice, you know. Wait, why? Okay, wait, tell me about your first wedding. Wait, actually, okay, let's backtrack. I know this story, but for the listeners, how did you and Scotty meet? Oh, really? <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, dear. Um, they used to go out with one of my best girlfriends and we used to go out like in as a threesome that sounds terrible but we used to go out <laughs> the three of us so you know my now husband um was all was a friend you know yeah. a great friend which is so, a great way to start a relationship absolutely. i mean you know fabulous boyfriend Very, of a friend isn't he, the yeah, best way yeah. but a friend yeah. in general but, is a great um, way there you know and Sadly, obviously, they broke up and, um, yeah. Let's backtrack. Of... <laughs> Why did they break up, Marnie? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, um, well, she went away. Well, she did, yeah. She, she did, went away. She was away working for a little bit. But yeah. then he was away working a bit in, in London and everything. Um, okay, wait, so you got was... together. I assumed you guys were married when you went to the U.S., but you weren't. No, we got married in the U.S. In the U.S. So he got a job in the U.S. Yes. And you went. And I you, gave up my job here. And you weren't engaged. No. Okay. But oh, he, I did not know any of this. I just always yeah. assumed you were yeah. like married before no. that. Okay. So we went there for uh-huh. three months and then we had to come back. I don't know, some visa issues anyway. We were here for probably a month or so, a month. And he decided he would propose to me on the way <gasps> home, on the way back. Like on the, the airplane? Yes. Really? Japan Airlines, yes. We had champagne from first class because we're oh only in an economy. And it was beautiful, yeah. And we even How we even sweet. dipped over an island called Butterfly Island <gasps> where all your dreams come true. We actually went up into the cockpit. That was obviously the days before right. yeah, 9-11. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the pilot, yes, it was, it was a very romantic... I couldn't believe it. Wait, be you know what's crazy? Real quick, when you said twenty-four years ago, in my head, I was like, in the nineteen eighties. But now I'm realizing twenty-five yeah. years ago no. was like what late nineties? Nineteen ninety-eight. Yes, I know. It's yeah. Time. Do you still do like twenty years ago was nineteen eighty? Right? Like, it's am I crazy or is that well, dude, you're a little bit crazy? <laughs> you're a little bit crazy. Come on. But yeah, it okay, does okay, seem, it, okay. You know. Got it, got it. So really not that long before 9-11, all things considered. Oh, no, and that was one of the reasons we, you know, came home because oh, I was, of like, course, very close to getting my green card to be able to work. <gasps> but then you couldn't because well, of they, that. Well, they stopped the process and it went of back course, to of course. the beginning. But yeah. Okay, so you got engaged on the plane. Yeah, and then we got married six weeks later. Wow. I, how long have you been together when you... Two years. Okay. Well. Yeah, a year and a half or two years. Okay. Two years, roughly. Were you like antsy to get engaged or no, you, you no. were kind I, of whatever? I, I just knew that we'd be together. Like, right. I just knew it. And did it really matter to you how that looked like in terms of a legal? Well, it did a little bit because I always thought, oh, yes, I'd like to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it probably wouldn't have bothered me, mm-hmm. um, to be mm-hmm. honest. But yeah, you, but you know. weren't really thinking I like, about I like it. The official, you know, once it's done and and yeah. when he introduces you to someone new and he says, you know, this is my wife. It's yeah. there's some the the um the pride that he has in yeah you know, yeah it's, it's lovely yeah so that that night I do enjoy yeah yeah but yeah you know. Yeah. And so um, you didn't want to do like a big wedding with everyone or? No. Well, I, we were there in America and we just got married in our hotel room. We had nine. There was nine of us. Who was there? Um, well, some friends. that Like American met, friends? And, yeah, American okay. friends. American friends. And then one, um, Scotty's great friend um, in Australia, he flew over. Okay. Okay. Because um, he worked for for a freight forwarding company so I was able to get a cheap ticket. It was like a hard time of year and because right. we didn't – yeah. But we came back in the February and had a big party. Okay. Like a celebration. So, okay. you know, my parents were involved and all that. So, yeah. Okay. Um, but you didn't do – like in the party you never did like an aisle, like no. walking down. Okay, okay. No. Now, would you like to do that at your 25th wedding anniversary No, or no? because he won't turn up. <laughs> So but no. I think you could yeah. do something in the backyard. Oh, look. Yeah, look, it's just funny. Men are, you know, come on, men are strange <laughs> creatures. You know, you love them, but oh my god, they can annoy you sometimes. But he just doesn't get it that it's a girl's dream to wear a, you know. But you can wear like, the dress. Yeah, I can. I can. Anyway, need to I mean, I basically looked like I was getting married at your last barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> And it was so funny. I asked you, "Oh, have you? Did you wear it to one of those weddings <laughs> yeah. that you went to?" And you said you can't wear. It was like a white know, lace yeah. dress. You can't wear this. Look, you look like the bride. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, but, but yeah, we can get you a white we'll work, dress. We'll work on it. We'll work yes. on it. Either. Wait, I'm excited. I will come back for this. <laughs> December thirtieth. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. It's the perfect time of year. Oh yeah, you could come. Yes, I could come back. You could come back. Yeah. Because yeah. 25 years, seriously. Yeah, you have to do something fun. In this day and age, it's pretty good. I mean, it's very good. Mm. I'd say in any day and age. You know what it is? Historically, yes, maybe people stayed together for 25 years, but they weren't happy together. No, and, <laughs> what yeah. has changed now is if you're unhappy, you That's, just get divorced. Yeah, and, <laughs> hey, just, you know, people don't seem to put the effort in. You know, you've got to compromise. yeah. Communication is key, you know, uh-huh. but What tips do you have on communication to make well, a relationship last? you know, it's last? so funny. He taught me a huge lesson early on in our, I think, before we were, we just, we were dating about, you know, something that pisses you off mm-hmm. um, and you let it build up and build up. You don't mention it mm-hmm. and you let it build up and build up until it gets out of control and, you know. It's like the bubble bursts and yep. you go crazy. Yep. Um, he said, just, you know, if you've got an issue, tell me. Mm-hmm. We deal with it mm-hmm. and then we move on. Mm-hmm. And I I was really impressed because it's – that helped. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously. like, mm-hmm. And something simple like that because I don't know if you've dated, you know, people before that you've – or even, even Aussie – like you get, you know, you get angry about something yeah. or whatever and you don't um, talk about it with them and you let it, and it gets bigger and bigger, you know, yeah. from a, 
you know, a little speck, it ends up to be like a, you know, an anteal type thing. Oh, and for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I communication. I used to always do this thing where like I would try to like kind of come off as very like cool and chill and easygoing, which let's be real, I'm none of those things. <laughs> and no. so I wouldn't complain about anything. And then like after two, three months, it was like on all of a sudden this like like I would have turned into like, a, like this full monster yeah. and it unleashes and it's like three months of shit I've been so pissed it's about. It's like a volcano. Yeah. Like, and they're like about to erupt. What, what where happened? Is this, where is this come yeah. from? Where is this come I from? I thought everything yeah. was fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I thought that was really big. Coming yeah. From a guy. Um, but that really sort of, wow. So any little thing that used to give me the shits, mm-hmm. I'd say. Oh, and, and, you know, he did the same. Like, um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's give and take compromise. But communication's yeah. huge. Yeah. Communication and then. Followed by, I guess, compromise. Like there are like of certain course. things that you've just had to learn to be like, this is what it is and it's fine. Yes, because, you know, you love that person. Yeah. And and do you think that's where a lot of relationships go south absolutely. is they expect some kind of perfection? Absolutely. I mean, life is not perfect. Yeah. Is it? And yeah. Every, and people aren't perfect. So obviously. Yeah. And you know, I worry we're, we're human. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I worry that in this day and age, because of so many reasons, we want perfection in every area of our lives. And I think it's because we have more choices than we've ever had, right? And we get decision fatigue. It's it's like this kind of fancy term for like if you're constantly making decisions and you have endless options, it actually becomes a lot harder to make a decision. And you, studies show that people are less satisfied with their final decision yes. the more options they have. Like the analogy I, was, I always use is when you go on vacation and you have like five articles of clothing with you you have a really easy time getting dressed because you don't have that many choices and you survive yeah and you don't you really survive. like you feel fine yeah. in the end but when you have a closet full of clothes you have a it's, really hard time getting dressed it's so true and then you it's tend crazy. to regret what you put on yeah. you're like oh i should have put on the red yeah. dress you know <laughs> oh my god it's yes exactly And so, like, even though in many ways having choices is a great thing, like, I see it a lot with dating apps. Like, people have a harder time just choosing someone to be with. And you see this a lot in America. Like, I remember the beginning of Ozzy and I dating. He was like, it's not like this in Australia. Like, you don't just, like, date 12 people at once and then, like, settle down with someone. You just, like, it's a lot more like you just start seeing someone and you feel it out with that person. And then if it goes south, whatever. But, like, it's not like, you know, the way kind of modern dating is in America. You're on dating apps. You're kind of dating many people at once, talking to many people at once. I mean, this is obviously before you've had any sort of, like, conversation about being exclusive. Yes, yes, yes. But that's the norm. And I think people have a harder and harder time. And there's constant, like, well, if this person isn't doing this right, there's other people who will do this right. Yeah, look, it's hard finding that, you know, perfect fit as such. But yeah, and and let me tell you, no relationship's perfect. You got to work at it. Mm -hmm. Um, And but you know, then you have great times and Mm -hmm. 
But do you like what percentage of your relationship being such a success? And I really will say, like, I don't see a lot of long term relationships that I would look up to. Like uh, growing up, I didn't have a single one. Like I thought it wasn't even a real thing. Like I remember. That's sad, isn't it? Like when you think about it. I remember when I was in high school, I was so kind of jaded by the concept of long term relationships because I truly had not seen a single good one that I kind of judged people who were married. Like, I remember I had a psychology teacher who I really liked. She was new that year to my school. And her husband also started at that school. He taught history for a different grade. So I didn't have him. He seemed really cool, too. And I remember thinking, I really like these people, but the fact that they're married really throws me off because I thought they like we were kind of similar to each other, but they're married. And oh like, God. why would anyone get married? Because and like, you're a teenager. Marriages don't work. That's, that's you sad know, that's crazy. That yeah. But they were probably the first example I saw of a long term relationship wow. where they really seemed to right. love each other and they yeah. were great. But like you are like one of the few, I would say, who've been together a long time. I mean, my parents are together, but like, let's be real. They're not happy together. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and yeah, um, you know, that happens. Of yeah. Course. Yeah. Um, like I can think of long term relationships where like either there's issues or like they're they just they're just kind of partners yeah. but they're not like truly in love yeah. but you two I would say like you have fun together we do. you have so much we fun do. together um I I just love Scotty so much like I, I like know. his dry sense of humor yeah. I like the way he teases like <laughs> yes. I always know I always know that he's gonna say something to me you know and I, I really enjoy that um but you know he's just funny you guys have fun together you laugh together he lets you be you yes and he's put up with a lot of yeah. you know my mental health struggles and all that and and and, and he's and loves you he, through he, all of exactly. it and he loves me just for who I am yeah exactly um, and yeah, yeah so you guys have a great relationship what percentage of that would you say that the two of you are just a really good fit for each other and what percentage of it would you say is actively working on the relationship because it is both right oh well I'd say god 90 percent where you know the Fabulous. right match. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. More. Like, I know, yeah, nothing's perfect, but. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, I, as, I mean, definitely you have to work on a relationship, right? But it shouldn't be all work either. It shouldn't <laughs> be all work. Um, and I suppose that's where you get to a stage in a marriage where it's, it's easy. I mean, I'm saying it's easy as in I feel relaxed, um, whatever. But you still, you know, you still got to bring the romance here, you know, now and mm. then. And, you know, all those sorts of things because yeah. you don't want to let that, um, you know, fritter away. Like, it's mm. important. Um, so that's always, you know, there. You've got to work on that. But, um, yeah, it's like spending quality time together and. Mm-hmm. I think these days a lot of these people don't have the time together and, mm-hmm. and you know, they've got a family of young children and they're racing here and there, mm-hmm. you know, after school and, um, you know, there's money pressures and all those sorts of things. So, mm-hmm. you know, that adds another spanner in the works. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm so lucky I found him and... 
I think he's pretty lucky. <laughs> yeah. I think he thinks he's pretty lucky he found me. No, he um, is. You know. He is because yeah. you balance each other out. Yes. It's, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. How things just work. But um, yeah. How do you keep the spark alive after all these years? Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, we. <laughs> this is embarrassing, if you don't mind. Thank God my nephew, Ozzy's not here. He'd be turning around. He doesn't listen either. So <laughs> remember, I spoke about the pash on the jet cat. Remember, you found out what a pash was? You know, a- I forgot right away, <laughs> apparently, because I do not remember at all. Um, Wait, I have a vague you know, like memory, a but I can't kiss, remember. Like a, oh, know, okay, okay. Like tongue and everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> oh okay. God, now I'm feeling old. Um, <laughs> don't do that anymore, which is a shame, but that just doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like kiss with tongue. Yeah. Like Ozzy and I barely kiss with tongue. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, uh, yeah. if we're going to have sex. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. Like before having sex, yeah. like as a lead up to so sex. We, but... we, don't do that. we just go into it, a bit of full play, but not the kissing. It's funny how age, because, you know, he's 60 now and what, I'll be 58 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, look, we have a pretty good sex life. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Oh, my God, I'm blushing. You can't see everybody, but I'm blushing. It's the name of the podcast. That's what we're here to I'm do. I'm looking at those shorts over there. <laughs> yeah, they're a pretty bright red. Yeah. Not even a yeah. blush. Um, but, again, you have to both have to be in it and, you know, both make – because we don't do it at night. We do it, like, in the daytime or yeah. um, nooners or – Yeah. More, yeah. yeah. Like – Anyway. Yeah. Well, and you probably do like, do you do like date nights or? Oh, occasionally, occasionally. Mm-hmm, we had a, mm-hmm. we had a great date day on Saturday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The sailing thing. The, which the sail GP. Sounded yeah, so still cool. Don't. Yeah, it was. It was great. But that yeah. was lovely. Yeah. 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 So you um, do that. And uh, apparently you take trips. Trips. Yeah. Holidays. Uh, holidays yeah. Vacations. Vacations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're heading to Bali soon, so that'll be nice. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, we love that. Like, Yeah. yeah. And you and have... That'll be every day then. <laughs> Sorry. We didn't do it every day in Tassie, so you're ahead of us. <laughs> but also, I forgot to mention I got a UTI yeah. in Tassie, so... <laughs> <laughs> been dealing with that i was filling out paperwork for the chiropractor and they were like when was the last time you were on antibiotics i was like well i'm on some right <laughs> now <laughs> for uti but that's neither here nor there <laughs> oh my god you entertain me heva yeah i mean i i feel like my vagina is gonna explode like i don't even it was the morning the first morning there so wednesday morning i wake up and i was like why do I feel like I, I have a weird feeling with oh. regards to peeing? Like I can't put my finger on oh it. It's like God. I have to run to the toilet. And I was like, oh, I felt this feeling before. Yeah. So I went to the chemist. I got like every type of cranberry pill they had. And the chemist was like, I really think you should go to a doctor. And I was like, noted. Thank you. It's not my first time experiencing this. But I think I can prevent it from turning into a full-blown infection if I just, you know, have enough cranberry pills now. And he's like, okay, I mean, like, whatever. But will you at least take this home UTI test? 
that way if it turns positive will you go to the doctor and I was like sure 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 (laughs) I didn't take it like almost a week goes by we come back you land back in Sydney and and then like I think it was our first night back or something like that that I I I got up in the middle of the night I sat on the toilet for a full hour like my legs went numb that's how long I sat on the toilet because I kept being like I think there's another drop of pee oh my god you poor thing so in the morning I took the test and the test was like bright purple (laughs) and it was like you like go to the doctor right this second please like so yeah um presumably i have a uti i I hope the antibiotics are kicking in now and you're feeling a little bit better yeah i'm definitely starting to feel better for sure tomorrow to be another yeah 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 and like thank god i don't have like extreme pain or anything like that because you can really get like i mean when it spreads to your kidneys like the first time i had a uti it was well before i'd ever had sex I was in the hospital in the middle of the night peeing blood wow. and like in shocking. They were like, yeah, you have a UTI that has now turned into a kidney infection. God, how so, old were you? Probably like 16. Wow. I, I'd never had, had sex. sex. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't from yeah. sex that you got it. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. I mean, I had no idea. And when you don't like now, I think you become mm. more attuned to the early symptoms. You know, my mom recently had one that was really, really bad. Well, that's interesting because you know how what happens my mother has Alzheimer's and, uh-huh. you know, in the nursing home. They get UTIs constantly. Really? And it sends them absolutely loopy. When someone has dementia or Alzheimer's, yeah. they go a bit crazy. Um, when they is, have a UTI yes. or just in general? No. Well, because of the pain? It's a bizarre thing. It just It happens with... I don't know. So, yeah. Oh, no, it's like a neurochemical Must be reaction. Must in the brain. You're right. But because their brain is I've heard not this elsewhere also yeah. that like yeah, um, it's it's like it's like a brain thing. And um it makes them go even, you know, crazier than they are, which is it's tragic. It's right, just awful. Right. But, yes, so my mother probably twice a year is on oh. antibiotics just for a UTI, you know. Poor thing. I know it's awful. And I mean, try explaining that. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? She yeah. like barely has a sense oh, of exactly. what's so it's, happening um, in general. But, um, oh, poor thing. Yeah. But my, yeah. yeah. Sorry, no, you go. No, no, my dog gets them. I'm going to pump to not to compare. <laughs> but, um, oh, really? It's so sad. And it happened last summer for us, like U.S. summer. Remember how she herniated the disc again and she was on strict rest so she couldn't even move. And she kept peeing. And I was like, that's odd. I wonder if she has a UTI. Wow. Because she's like very well potty trained. Now she has poo accidents sometimes because she can't control it as well ever since she became paralyzed. But she doesn't really have pee accidents. So I was like, that's odd that she keeps having pee accidents. And then I thought I saw a drop of blood. So I immediately, but like, you, she literally wasn't even allowed to move. So like getting her to the, the doctor oh. to do that was uh, just an absolute nightmare. Oh. But yeah, I mean, she was just peeing straight blood because it got so bad. Oh, that's, don't you feel like oh, a bad parent? Feel, when, yeah, you know? so bad, yeah. so bad. But yeah, she's like a little bit prone to them. And she's also, because of her, um, she has a like an autoimmune condition. Yeah. Um, because of that, she's on an immune suppressant drug. So I think that makes her more prone to, to the them. UTIs. Right. But yeah, actually, well, in fact, getting this UTI made me really think of her. her. 
How is she going? Have you seen? I think she's having a great time. So many photos and videos. She seems like she's living her best life. Like I almost wonder if she's going to be sad coming home to us. Of course she'll, oh my God, the tail will wag and she'll go nuts. I'm so happy Ozzy's coming back with me, even though it's just, he's just coming back for eight days. Wow. Can you believe that? Is that love or what? Yeah, that that was a moment where I was like, wow, I, like, I think he really loves me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think you're right. I don't think I would come back um, for eight days yeah. if I were him. So I mentioned it to the my great nieces this morning. I said, oh, but he, um, they said, Ozzy, what's he doing? And I said, oh, I think he's going back. Yeah. For a couple of weeks, I said, but yeah. yeah. No, it's like really just because he has to come back March 8th. Well, that's lovely. To start working on the Formula One. He probably needs a break from all his family back home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was just because then he's not going to come back till early May. Right. So he was like, it's too long. It's too long, which is is lovely because, you know, yeah, long distance relationship. It's hard to. Yeah. um, Yeah. And I mean, long term. Like, like I said, I want to do six months here, six months New York. But like right now, because of Sam, it's just not feasible. No. Oh, well, that's, yes, something you obviously need to discuss and. Yeah. Talk. And then like, if we have kids, that's like a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother ball game. And that's where, yeah, the life he leads now with what he's doing. I mean, I still think... It would be a bit different. Do you think it would be feasible with a child before they're in school to be going back and forth? I do. Yeah. I think you could make it work. One of his friends... With some help from, you know, One um, of his friends... friends. um, Do you know um, Getsy? No. Okay. Um, So he lives in New York with his wife, who's Brazilian, and they have two kids now. The older one is like three, and the older one's like a baby baby. Um, like less than a year, baby. So in November or December, I think, Getsy flew back to Sydney without his wife. I don't know why she didn't come with him um, for the trip with the two kids. Wow. He flew for 23 hours with a three-year-old and an infant what a guy. Seriously. You know what's crazy? Like, if a mom did that. It's just the norm. Yeah. Like, people well, don't go. I would it? still be like, oh, my God, how crazy. It's, like, it's, uh, how exhausting. I can't believe she did that. A the huge dad? But yes. Are you kidding me? How fabulous. Me? How absolutely like, fabulous. He must be a very hands-on dad. Yeah. Because I don't know a whole lot of mothers who would. Like, I don't even. I have friends. Like, I have a friend in New York who has two kids roughly the same ages actually and the dad doesn't even know how old the younger one is i was holding the baby one time and i was like hey because she ran off she had to like shower or something and she just she was like hey do you want to hold the baby bye and like ran away and i was like with the other one because the other one was having some kind of issue and i'm holding the baby and i was like oh like i don't like i i I haven't been around a lot of babies like i don't know a whole lot about what to do and i was like i know some of them need their heads held up and some don't and so i was like hey how old is this baby and he's like yeah, I'm not sure. I was like, oh, my God, that's okay. insane. Can the baby hold its head up alone? And he goes, I honestly, I'm really not sure. I was like, have you ever held this baby? What line of work is he in? Because I don't know. I think he earns enough money, though. Right. Okay. <laughs> but like. But he doesn't sound like he's 
prison to not a very hands-on no dad Uh, now i think he could be if he chose to be it's his choice it sounds like yeah Yeah. like i don't think he's working like 120 hours a A week week, you know what i mean like i don't think he's traveling left right and center for work like i think he just chooses to not be very hands-on but he wants to have many more And I was like, of oh, course you do if yeah. you're doing none of the work. <laughs> oh, my God. That's incredible. Oh, well, it bothers seeing, me so like, much. I love doing groceries and everything with the little oh, my kids God. in the, you know, the shopping cart, as you call them. We <laughs> call them trolleys. Oh, oh cute. Um, I and, like um, that. You know, I love that. I think, oh, that's good. You know, dad's out yeah. helping because it can be a Nothing is attractive painful. as a very hands-on dad. Oh. It's in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I even love, like, Ozzy's so good with kids. Like, he's so good with kids. He is, he's ridiculously, God, I can't even say it, glass of wine, <laughs> um, good with um, kids. He's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. He's just got a, a way with them, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he really, really does. does. Except one time we were at the grocery store and, um, I like, there was this kid in a stroller who was, like, being all cute with me and smiling and giggling and I was waving and stuff. And then Ozzy came up and she started crying. <laughs> it was really funny. That's... You laugh? But that's oh, I I thought it was like one of the funniest things I'd yeah. ever seen. But it's funny because kids usually adore him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So like so it was such once, an outlier experience. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's funny. Kids are kids. They yeah. yeah. But yeah, Getsy, apparently at some point things got so out of hand that the baby was just crawling down the aisle of the airplane. (laughs) And he could see the guy next to him texting and he was just like, the baby is now crawling. Like he could like he could tell everyone around him was pissed off at him. But like, what do you and you know what? I think as a society we are not helping parents. Like, we need to be helping parents, yeah. not judging them. Like, I get so mad when people are like, ugh, there was a crying baby on my airplane. And I'm like, do you think the parents wanted that to happen? Exactly. How embarrassed. Yeah. You know, like, what, the last thing. Think about what they're going through. Exactly. Yeah. Have the a bit of compassion. The last thing they need yeah. on top of everything they're dealing yeah. with is your judgment. Yeah. Also, sidebar, I think it's probably hard on the kid, yeah. too. Like, what do you think their experience is? No. Like, all of a sudden, they're in a structure flying in the sky. Yeah. They have no idea what's going on. Like, no, and let's, like, going back help. to the, yeah, you know? like, we need to be more of, like, tribes and communities helping each yep. other, not judging each other. Because, yeah, flying with children. Yeah, I it mean, can, everything yeah. with children. Like I Well, yeah, it's true, not just flying. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Like, I see it sometimes. Um, Like, a lot of, like, pretty much all of Ozzy's friends here have kids, I feel like. Um, like, last year was really jarring for me because, I again, I'm not used to being around kids. So all of a sudden I was here and it was like I was, like, running a kindergarten or something. <laughs> but um, I remember we were uh, with some of his friends who have a kid and – the kid kept like talking and like the parents kept ignoring the kid because like not because like they wanted to be ignoring the kid. I'm sure it was because they were trying to talk to us. Right. And like I didn't know how to convey like, no, 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 you can pay attention yes. to your kid. Like I can hold on for a minute. It's fine without it sound like, sounding like I was like being rude or judgmental. So in, in the end, I just said nothing. But it just really got me thinking that like we don't support parents enough. 
in every way, shape, and form. Because I don't think they were thinking, like, how can I ignore my child in this moment? I think what they were thinking is, like, I don't want to be rude to the guests in our home and not pay attention to them. So I'm just going to ignore the child. Whereas, like, I would much rather them not ignore the child, pay attention. I can wait. I'm an adult. I understand. But it's because we're so hard on parents. Like, if a child is at a restaurant and, like, screaming or crying, we get so upset when, like, that's what they do. You know? That's what they do. And you know, again, yeah. parents would be feeling absolutely mortified that yeah. these kids are crying or whatever. But yeah. yeah, instead of, yeah, judging, we should be helping. Absolutely. I mean, it's simple, isn't it, when you think about it? Yeah. Just have a bit of compassion and um, yeah, lend think, a hand if you can. Like. Yes. I think like in every way in life we need to – Figure out ways to kind of embrace elements of the tribal living that we used to have and make them work in modern day society. You're onto something. I think it's for more a great way. To, <laughs> sorry to look at it. Sorry, yeah, we can sign up for my cult coming soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, Okay, to wrap up, I'm just going to ask a few quick questions. What is, um, you know, you were single for a while before you met Scotty. You did some dating. Yeah. What is the best advice that you have for dating? God, (laughs) I've been been together with this man for 26 years. Oh, my God. I'm in my late 50s. I have no, seriously, it's it's a whole new ballgame. Okay. Fair enough. Only because things have changed. Like, yeah. We didn't have a mobile phone when we started dating. You know, right. like mobile phones weren't even. Right. Well, yeah, I think Scott might have had one. <laughs> but yeah, like, but, like seriously, he was... it's changed. Yeah. Yeah. So you so didn't I get to. I can't really, um, I can't really, can't, I don't know what to say because I have no idea what it's like in this modern day with all the um, dating apps and whatever. Yeah. But I like the old fashioned way, just, you know, going to the. The pub, but then that's changed too. So yeah, meeting people. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's yeah, so different. Fair enough. Um, what is a tip that you have for kind of like self soothing rather than exploding on your partner? Let's say like something's wrong. You're having a bad day. Communicate that you're having a bad day. If feeling down whatever Mm -hmm. and just say sorry if I'm in a bad I'm in a bad mood today I'm really sorry but give me some space or ask them tell them what you need I love that you might want a a hug yeah you know that can go a long way yeah you might want space I don't know but yeah again communicate yeah communicate that with your partner I love that Mm. What about, okay, something you and I have talked about or like kind of maybe you've seen play out in real time is like men have a tendency and listen, we're like really generalizing by gender, but I think by and large, this tends to be a thing. Men have a tendency to want to like fix things when sometimes like what you want, like for example, when my suitcase was missing, right? Uh, Ozzy was like, calling the airlines. I mean, he ended up going down there and getting it. And there were 
obviously, like, I'm so grateful you did all those things. I'm not discounting that one bit. But I remember there was a moment where what I really needed was just validation of my feelings, which you were giving me because you understood exactly. Like, every time I'd get upset, you'd be like, you have every right to be upset. And I was like, thank you so much for saying that because that's exactly what I wanted. You know, guys are just so different. Right. And they just don't get what a woman what a woman um necessarily you know feels or what her train of thought is you know what i mean mm-hmm. they're just on a different wavelength sometimes and, yeah um you just need to you know prod them and just say tell them what you what you need yeah That's, okay so like communicate what you need and the way that you needed yes and then do you think there's an element of like this is an area where you compromise and you kind of understand yes absolutely. that like for example like Ozzy's way of showing love in that moment was you know spending four hours <laughs> getting my suitcase for me and countless more hours on the phone and like accepting that as like a form of showing love or well, well yes but then you I mean I think you did ask him for mm-hmm. validation of you know yeah. what I'm feeling and all that sort of stuff and I don't know what his response was but obviously not <laughs> it wasn't good <laughs> I'm assuming um but yeah, I don't know. Just you just got to try and. I mean, yes, what he did was beautiful. Yeah. I think absolutely gorgeous. But yeah, um, you just have to say. But okay, I really appreciate what you what you're doing. But all I need now is, yes, just the reassurance that I'm, yes. you know, not losing my mind and you know, I yes. Don't know. Did he give you a hug and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, he yeah, did. yeah. But yeah, and like so, like. Ask for what you want and be specific about it. You've got to be very specific, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, they're yeah. a different breed. Because I think, it. yeah, if you were to you just know? say, like, I need validation, I don't think they would know no. how to validate. You've got to, be, you've got yeah. to break it down into Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. yeah, be, yeah, make it, like, simple. I know that sounds just so that they can understand. I know mm-hmm. that's silly and, you know. Um, you no, know, I, smart men, but um, yeah, they just don't necessarily necessarily get, you know, even what we're saying. Yeah. Well, and in all fairness, you know, I think that it's like a different language sometimes. Yeah, and I also think different people want different things sometimes. Like, what is validating to one person isn't necessarily validating True. to another. So True. it's not even like just a gender difference. It's also like a human by human difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think sometimes you have to be specific because, like, let's say, like, he validates you the way his ex girlfriend wanted to be validated, who was a different human being than you are. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, that's very true. Very. Um, a very good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, any like tips for navigating conflict in a long-term relationship? <laughs> well, obviously you want to try and avoid it. So mm-hmm. yeah, you bring it up. Any little thing that niggles you, mm-hmm. as I said earlier. Yeah. yeah. I, I know I keep saying communication is key, but it seriously is. Um. Yeah. And you know how sometimes you might think, oh, you know, can't they can't they see that I'm down and sad and whatever and they whatever? 
but just like goes over their head. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you've got to spell it out. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I really any any little thing, talk about it before it builds up into a volcano. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know we've touched on this, but like just as a last kind of button to wrap everything up. Any quick tips to keep keep things exciting and fun and the love alive after all these years? Well, just spend time together and and laugh, laugh. <sighs> Laughter yes. is huge. And I think if you can both laugh together, um, that's beautiful. Yeah. Have fun. Yes. And laughter. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Will you do it again next year? Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. Yay. I'd love to. I'd love to. Next year, we can recap your 25th wedding anniversary (laughs) party. (laughs) Oh, won't that be hilarious? Yes. (laughs) And your party that doesn't occur. Yeah. Oh, we'll have a party. Anyway. And the yeah. ivory dress, you want it ivory, not well, white, white? Not white, white. I think, I think I'm beyond that now. Yeah. Okay. Ivory dress. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, thank Fingers you. Fingers crossed we get there. Sorry. <laughs> no, it'll happen. It'll happen. Um, thank you so much, Simon, for coming on. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone who you think would take something from it. Rate, review, subscribe. You know the drill. I know it's annoying, but it means so much to the show if you just go and leave a five-star review. Um, You know, per usual, seriously, thank you guys so much for listening. I love doing the show. I love connecting with you guys every week. And I will talk to you next week with brand new content. Bye.